How many of you are excited to be here in God's place? Let me, let me see your hands up. There you go. So excited to be in the house of God today. Uh, we are joined from other locations, so I want to greet them as well. Everyone who's watching us online and from our Milton and Plymouth location, we love you. We thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited. Church, I'm really excited to be here because this is the last Sunday of 2021. And how many of you know that God's been faithful? God has been faithful, not, not just to me, but to our church, uh, to our pastors. Man, how many of you know, how many of you, how many of you say that it's been a rough year? Anyone, anyone with me? Anyone with me? Personally, for me, it's been a rough season, rough phase that we went through a lot this year, and I'm going to talk through it, but since we are in our series called Love, this morning, I want to talk about a simple message, and that is love your God. Love your God. So if you can turn your Bibles or your smartphones with me to Mark chapter 12, verse 30. That is Mark chapter 12, verse 30. If you can put that verse in here, there you go. I'm gonna read it for you guys. It reads like this, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Simple phrase, right? Simple verses. You must love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Few weeks, maybe a month ago, I was blessed with a newborn, a baby girl. And I celebrated, we had so much fun. And right after birth, after two days, we came back home. And after three days, we came to know that our toddler was hit with COVID. And we were like, oh man, it's gonna be rough. She was cranky, she was not sleeping. Imagine, we have a newborn in the house, and then there's a toddler who's with COVID, and then me and my toddler was sleeping. I was sleeping with the mask on for five days. All day long, even sleeping, everything. I was having my mask with my baby. After, after three days, I started feeling sick. I was like, oh man, is this COVID or we don't know. We tested out, me and my wife, we got COVID. We're like, oh gosh, there's my post-pregnant wife, there's newborn, there's toddler, and now we are having COVID. Like, okay, we are starting to feel like, ah. I was bedridden for like completely three days. I did not get up, like I couldn't move, you know, things like that. After two days, we found out our newborn got COVID. And we were like, oh gosh, house full of COVID, house full. And one day we woke up and we held the baby, the newborn, and she was not moving, she was not active, she was not opening her eyes. And we were like, literally, I was holding like a dead baby in my hands. And we're like, God, you gave this baby for a reason. We are gonna pray and we're gonna speak healing. It was a rough phase. And right after 
we started moving in that phase and got through it, my, my whole body was not functioning properly. My body was aching, my, I had fatigue in my body, my heart, my, this area, this part was having heaviness and it hurted a lot. And I was like, I kept moving with that. I didn't tell my wife about it because there's a lot going in in my life right now in, my, in our family. So I kept on with that. After some time, after a few weeks, Pastor Nate came to Plymouth. We had a meeting. We were having lunch together and this pain started peaking high. And I'm talking to him. I'm like, ah, this hurts. So we talked. We finished our conversation. We went back to different uh, directions. I came back home and I'm like, Rinku, I, I don't feel good. This is not looking good. This pain is not moving. And this is almost like three, three to four hours already I'm fighting this pain. And I'm like, all right, I went back home and rushed to the ER. And while I'm sitting in the ER, they're like doing all kinds of tests. They did my ECG and said, hey, I think there's a problem. Your heart is skipping beats. So that's not good. How many of you know that's not good? That's not good. So I'm like, oh gosh, this is not good. And then they ordered every kinds of tests. You won't imagine. They did five hours of testing in this body. All kinds of tests. And they said, hey, your heart is inflammated. You have a heart inflammation. And I'm like, oh gosh. And they were like, I'm happy that you're here today because if you would have been here for a couple of days later, you would have been dead. I'm like, what? Is it like a mini heart attack and stuff like that? They're like, pretty much. And I'm like, wow. Wow, God, thank you so much for your wisdom that I had to rush today. But here's the point. As soon as my heart started feeling not good, as soon as my heart started skipping beats, my whole body was not functioning properly. My whole body was all over the place. And at that moment, at that place, God just dropped this hint in my heart saying, hey, have you ever imagined, have you ever imagined how much it will hurt me when we don't give fully devoted to Christ Jesus? Church, have we ever realized, have we ever noticed that how much we hurt God or how much we don't please God when we, as a church, as so-called Christians, when we don't fully give our heart to Jesus? The verse, it says, love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. There's a common element in all that phrase. All. All. So when we, don't, when we don't serve Jesus with all our hearts, guess what we are doing, church? We are hurting God. We are hurting God. And God did not intend us to do that. God created us so that we can have a deeper connection, deeper intimacy with him. So we can have a relationship. We can have a personal relationship with him. And church, we today, right now, this morning, we need to realize that we need to serve Jesus. Not just say it, 
Not just say it, that we love Jesus. Not just say, it, oh, I go to church, but all from your heart. As I said, when my heart was all over the place and hurting, my whole body, my mind, whole body was hurting. I was not myself. How much more, how much more this morning that we can think, oh God, we cannot just say that, oh, I'm a Christian. I go to church only on Christmas. Oh, I go to church two weeks the whole year. Please, please listen to me. Watching people watching me online, please listen to me. We need to serve if we are called to be Christians, if we are called to spread the gospel, if we are called to do the kingdom work. We need to serve God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. We need to give it all for Jesus this morning. And I invite you for that. I invite you to that. Not just be talking about church, but be the church. Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. How many of you here say that you, at some point, if you're married, that you dated your spouse? Let me see your hands. You dated your spouse. If you're in a relationship, I'm glad that you're in a relationship. But let me ask you this question, all right? In my culture, it's different, but in this culture, I think this is fair to ask. Pastor Nate, you raised your hand. I saw that. If I ask you, hey, why did you date Michelle? Your, probably your answer would be, hey, I want to get to know her better. I want to get to know her so that, so that I know I'm marrying the right person. If not, if not, I've, I've been in this culture for six years now. We, we go through it and we, if we are not pleased with that spouse or we are not pleased with her or vice versa, she's not pleased with me or, you know, other, other person, we're like, you know what, uh, that's fine. I dated her or him for one year, she's not fit for me. We, we make a switch, right? How many of you are with me today? We make a switch. Why? Because we have conditions that we put in that relationship. We have conditions, we have things that we, they have to, they have to meet this set list so that we can, we can know that, all right, she's fit for me. But how many of you know that my God, our God, does not have conditions to his love? As we put condition in our relationship, even married, sometimes I, I tell my wife, hey, can you, can you show some emotions when I give you some gift? Please. It really bothers me. I know we talked about it, Pastor Nate. It really bothers me. I'll be like, hey, honey, I bought you a new phone. Thanks. God bless you. I'm like, no, can you, can you show some emotion? Can, can you do something? Just not saying, thanks, honey. That doesn't do any good to me. Come on. Come on. If you need more gifts, do something. Do something like, 
show some love, show some emotions, at least give me a hug and say, honey, I love you. You know, but that is my criteria for her. That's my criteria. That's me putting that conditions in our relationship. But God is not that way. God says, hey, even when we were sinners, even when we were in the dead of dead, even when we were sinning against him, even when we were going far away from him, even when we didn't live a life of Christ-like, he loved us. He chose us. And that's the love of Jesus. That's the love of God for each and every one of us this morning. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us with the love that, that no man can give. No spouses can give. No relationship can give. Because you know what? He loves us with all his heart. And I think as, as followers of Christ, we, we need to love him with all our heart this morning. Just as he loves us. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter 7 verses 21. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21. I don't know if there is, it's there, but I'm going to read it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God, but only the ones who does the will of the Father who is in heaven. Just because you attend church once a year in Christmas doesn't mean that you have a relationship with Christ Jesus. Just because you attend today and the rest of the weeks you don't live like Christ does not qualify you to have a relationship. We need to. As Pastor Nate preached a few weeks ago, if you say you love Christ, it needs to be put into action. Put into action. When I say I love Christ, I need to show, I need to show the world that I love Christ him with all my heart church it is so vital in this generation in this broken world that we stand firm and say you know what I will no matter no matter what circumstances that I will love the Lord with all my heart not just speak it not just you know imitate it or fake it out but really from our heart we love Jesus. James chapter 4 verse 8, it reads like this. Draw closer to God and God will come close to you. Close to you. He longs for a deeper relationship. He longs for an intimate relationship with us. He longs that we serve him. That's why he created us. So that we can have a relationship with him. Secondly, the verse says, we ought to love the Lord with our soul, with our soul. And soul here, the word refers to this, the seat of the emotions and will, the seat of emotions. He, he, he requires us to love him with all our emotion, our emotion. And what does that look like? We shouldn't be ashamed to share the gospel. We shouldn't be ashamed to say publicly that Christ is my savior. That's our emotion. We need to serve him with our emotions. The soul 
refers to one's whole being as a living person, which includes our heart, but soul is much more than our heart. And this is what it means. It means to be willing to give yourself, willing to give up your life to him and to devote it all for his service, to live for him and to be willing to die at his command, serving fully, serve Jesus fully. And if that means, that means if you want to volunteer, don't hesitate to take the next steps. Take it. Take it. Don't wait too long. Take it and serve him. Serve him completely. Because maybe that next step is that is the breakthrough for you and your family. We all wonder, should I take it? Should I volunteer at the church? Is there a position for me? Take it. Ask people around. Ask the leaders. Ask Pastor Nate. Ask Pastor Jeremy. Where can you serve? Serve Jesus with all your heart. You may be smiling in that and opening the door. That, is, that may be your calling. That may be your gift. Serve it. Don't just serve, oh man, Jeremy scheduled me for this and I'm just opening the door all, every Sunday morning. Oh man, oh Jeremy put me in lights. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't serve him like that. Don't serve in church. Serve with the joy. Serve with the heart that you are making a difference in people's life. You are making a huge impact in people's life. When, when they schedule you, know that, yes, I'm going to make a difference in people's life today. I'm going to, I'm going to be the cause, be the cause to spread Jesus in this place. Thirdly, it, it, it reads like this. We need to love the Lord with all our mind. All our mind. Mind is a powerful place. Mind is a powerful place. How many of you know that once you give the control of your mind to devil, that's it. That's it. And let me tell you this. Devil will try to attack you. The first place is your mind. Mind is the first place the evil devil will try to attack you. Because he knows once we open that door, open that window of your mind, he has all control of it. Because what your heart desires, your mind executes it. Executes it. Once you open your realm of your thinking, of your mindset, it's easier for him to manifest in our lives. So guard it. Guard your mind. Guard your thoughts. Just don't, just don't be this. Hey, Pastor Nate, so good to see you inside. I hate you so much. <laughs> hey, Pastor Jeremy, so glad, man. Inside, I hate you. I don't like you. I don't like your attitude. Don't be that. Be real. God loves real people. It's okay to show emotions. It's okay for you to be sad. It's okay to have anger and things like that. God forgives you. Church, that's what we are here for. That's why the church is. We are not perfect. I'm not perfect. I still have flaws in me. But you know what? There's a perfect God who still loves me in my imperfections. In my imperfections, 
he loves me the way I am. I don't have to fake it. I don't have to preach like Pastor Nate. I don't have to preach like Pastor Jeremy. I don't have to be perfect in my English to preach. Whatever gift I have, I will do it. I will serve him with all my heart. You know, you know still, I will be really playing with you guys today. Even now, standing here, I still have my heart pumping up. I still, when I was worshiping, my heart was really bothering me. It's okay, I will still serve the Lord with all my heart. I don't, I don't, I don't have to make that excuse. When Pastor Nate asked me to preach, I could have said, hey, you know what? My heart is doing this, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to drive and come there and preach. I could have, but I'm like, Lord, whatever you emplaced me for, this is my calling, I will serve you, God. Even when my imperfections, even when I'm going through stuff in my body, in my mind, in my heart, it's been one month since I've slept. I go with one and a half sleep, two hours of sleep every day. My parents are here every day. Even then, even then my mind is all over the place. Even then, I decided to serve Jesus, serve God with all my heart. Because you know what? He chose to do that for me. And he's not a God who does it just for me. He does it for every single one in this place. Love your God with all your heart and all your mind. Romans chapter 12, verse two, it reads like this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think, then you'll learn to know that God, God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Some translation, it reads like this. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It clearly states this. In order for a transformation to happen in our lives, we need to renew our mind. <laughs> clearly, Bible says it. In order, for there's, in order for to have a transformation in our lives, in order for there to have a change in our lives, our mind needs to be in the mindset of Christ Jesus. Lastly, the band can come up. Lastly, it reads like this, love your God with all your might and all your strength all your might and all your strength. Strength in Greek translation of this word is power, power. And the Aramic translation, I thought it was there, but that's fine. The Aramic translation is wealth. Both of these are pointing to the same direction. For strength of a person is not simply who he is, not simply who is, but what he has in his disposal. That means with everything, with everything, with your spouse, with your family, with your kids, with everything that you have, you need to honor God. You, we need to, we, we need to honor God with everything, even our smallest thing that we own to the biggest thing in our life, we need, to, we need to honor God. 
with that. When you, when you, when you check this verse that we read, our text message, it reads from my heart, all from your heart, soul, mind, and lastly, the strength. There's a pattern. He says, from our innermost being, that is our heart, to the outermost strength. So there's a deeper connection more than that. We need to serve every ounce of our deepest thing from our heart, from the outward with our strength whatever you may feel you may feel sick you may feel that you may feel like giving up you may feel like to quit you may feel that you you cannot serve God but let me tell you God gives us the strength it's not your spouse it's not anything in this world it's not it's not Red Bull, it's not, it's not your caffeine, it's not Starbucks, it's not Dunkin' Donuts, it's nothing. But it's Christ Jesus who gives us the strength. When we fall down, when we grow weary, and we, we don't have the strength to face the next day, church, one thing we need to realize that He gives us the strength. And when we don't, we cannot find strength in this world. We cannot find strength in your job. When we cannot find strength in our relationship, there is one relationship that we can find strength and be safe. And that relationship is with God. Somebody watching me online, Know this, that your relationship with Christ is the most important relationship that you need. Even watch, staring at me, people here in this location, different locations. Know this, that God is enough for us. God is enough for us. And again and again through the scriptures, He reminds us, hey, even when we were not serving God, He chose to love us. Even when Peter denied Jesus, even when Judas denied Jesus, He never said, hey, I'm not going to serve you. Hey, I'm not going to love you. He still chose to love Him. He ch still chose to serve Him. You know why? Because He loves us unconditionally. And as we are in this last season, last Sunday of this year, and we are going to step into this next year, we don't know what is waiting for us. We don't know what is 2022 is looking like. But I know if God is with me, nothing against me shall prosper. Whatever the enemy, whatever the traps, whatever we go through, it's not going to take you down. Because God is with us, church. God is with us. And I urge you, I plead with you today. If you don't have that personal relationship with Christ, if you don't have a connection and a deeper relationship with Jesus, and you say, Pastor, I just come when I feel like, 
I just watch online when I feel like. When it's a snowy day, I make excuse to be home and have a cup of coffee and lay in my bed. Hear me out. Have a relationship with Jesus. Have a relationship, have a deeper relationship with Jesus because He indents that from us. He created that so that we can enjoy that freedom with Him. I urge you church, as we step into this next year, and I believe our first series is called Deeper. Church, how many of us, how many of us today can take that commitment that God, I'm not satisfied. And today, right now, right now, that I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to make a commitment with you that I'm going to grow deeper next year. I'm going to serve you with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and all my strength. Even when I don't feel like it. Even when my spouse tells not to go to church. Even when my kids don't like it. I will still serve my God. I will still volunteer. I'll still smile. I will still sign up for the next steps. Church, I think, I think we need to take that bold decision today. We cannot change the past. We cannot change how it went, how it looked like. But you know what you can do? You can change the future of how you live. You can change it. I cannot change it for you. I cannot change it for you who's watching me online. You can change it. You can change it with God. With every eyes closed in this place. With every eyes closed in this place. Wherever you're watching me. I want to ask you this. Who here is ready? Who's, who here is ready to take that bold step saying, Pastor, I want to serve him with all my heart. I don't want to serve him with, with double-minded. I don't want to serve him with half of, of what I please on serving. But I want to serve Jesus. I want to serve the local church. I want to serve the people around me with all my heart. All my soul, all my strength, all my mind. How many of you here today say that? Pastor, I want to take that st step. If you can raise your hand. I want to take that bold step. I see a few hands. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. God loves us so much that he died for us he gave that brand new life so that we can be experiencing his freedom every single day will you stand to your feet this morning I want to read the scripture lastly 
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2. Listen to this church. Watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious but extravagant. He did love in order to get something from us but to give everything of himself to us. And the command is love like that. Love like that. Some translation, it says this, be imitators of Christ. Be imitators of Christ. Today, that's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for myself that from today, I will imitate God. I will imitate Christ in every aspect of my life in everything that I do, everything that I speak, everything in my relationship, in my marriage, my relationship with my kids, everything that I do, I will serve God. I will put God first and see the difference that He makes, that He brings into our relationship. As we move on and say goodbye to 2021, and make that bold step. Church, we, we are ready. Passionate, we are ready. We've been praying for this series for the next year. We are ready to grow deeper as a church. We are ready to see how much deeper God is going to bring us through. We are ready to, for God to challenge us and see His faithful hand see how faithful he will sustain us because he loves us heavenly father we thank you jesus we thank you for your provision we thank you jesus for your goodness and mercies are new every morning in our lives god jesus as we stand today right here on our last Sunday of 2021. God, we pray that we will never forget your goodness. We will never forget your faithfulness. Even though we had, some of us had rough weeks or years or months, God, you brought us through it. Your strength was sufficient enough for us, God. And let us not forget let us not forget it, God. God, help us to love you with all our heart. Help us to serve you, Jesus, with all our strength, all our mind and soul, God. Let us not be a checklist Christian where we check, mark it off. Yeah, I went to church. I, I did this. Let's not be a checklist Christian, but let us serve you, Jesus. Let us serve you with all that we have. And all that we do, help us, God, to grow deeper in you and to have a deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Love you, church. Let's sing together. Here I stand, high in surrender.
cries out Here I stand I am surrender I need you now Yes we do Hold my heart Now and forever My soul cries out Here I stand I surrender I need you now Hold my heart Now and forever My soul cries out Once I was broken You loved my whole heart through Sin has no hope If you decided to make that decision today to step into a deeper calling with Jesus, if you were one of the people that raised your hands, I want to encourage you not to leave today without talking to someone about it. If you're on a volunteer team, it'd be great for you to talk to your team leader about what you just decided. If you're new to church, there's something else you can do. You can take a connection card that's on the front of your seat, and you can fill that out. There's even a checkbox. If you decided today to make Jesus your savior, you can let us know that way and we can reach out to you throughout the week and we can help you on this journey as you start the next year with that. That being said, I love you guys. We'll see you at the worship night that's happening and then we'll see you next year.